It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Thursday, November the 17th, and boy, is that a very, very, very special day for me and my life. Um, you know, yesterday was the 16th. It was 30 years that I was a lawyer, and I had a great guest on the show, which was great, the um, deputy mayor for operations, Mira Joshi, who I thought was great. I know she was great because so many of you reached out and texted and emailed and direct messaged me, whatever, and saying, uh, that it was a great show and she was a fantastic guest and she was giving us a little inside look at inside baseball. Uh, so why is today a special day for me? Well, hold on. I'll let you know in a second. Um, I would, I, I want to acknowledge, um, Nancy Pelosi. I know you guys are probably tired of hearing about it uh, or from earlier today, but, um, I want to tell you my Nancy Pelosi story real quick. Um, you know, most of these politicians who, people dislike and you know i'll put her in that list that you know half the country dislikes her half the country loves her that kind of thing you could say the thing about many many whether it's local politicians or national politicians um when you're with them one-on-one they're very likable there's a reason why they got to where they are they're politicians right i mean they don't get elected by being nasty people i mean maybe after a while when they're just their name is such a household name that uh you know people you could start to be nasty but typically they're really nice so in 2010 july i believe it was of 2010 i was invited to the wedding of anthony weiner and uma abedin and it was at Secretary Current at that time, Secretary of State Clinton's home in Washington, D.C. And it was an extravaganza. Number one, I was on trial. So I'm on trial with the biggest, literally, the, probably the biggest trial I ever did for me, which was the case of William Rapetti. He was the crane rigger. The crane fell and killed seven people. Um, but the judge let me out at one o'clock that afternoon, spe- specifically to go to this wedding. And I grab, I grabbed the train from Penn Station. I went down to Washington, D.C. I get off this, the train in Washington, D.C. I see Anthony Weiner, like in a shirt and pants running through the terminal. And I go, Anthony, what are you doing? You, you, you're getting married. And he's like, I, I did, what train were you on? I was like, I was on the Acela. He goes, I'm looking for my mother. She was on the Northeast Regional. I can't find my mother. He's like, I'll meet you at the house. And so I, I got us on the, uh, in a cab and I gave him the address. That's all I said. I gave him the address, the cabbie. And he, right away he goes, Oh, you're going to the Clinton's house. I was like, yes, I am. And so we drive in and there's this cul-de-sac. Um, and it's just one huge, gorgeous mansion after another. Of course, the best looking mansion. I said, who's, who, who lives there? He said, Oh, that's the Italian ambassador's house. Made sense. And I believe right next door was the Clinton's house, maybe two doors away. 
And when you got out of the car, I believe there were three people. Yeah, there were three people that greeted you. One was someone asking if you needed a car back, a cab back. These are pre-Uber days, 2010. And I said, yes, I'm catching the 1020 train back to New York. So they're like, okay, we'll have a train here for you. We'll have a, uh, you know, um, a, car, a cab here for you at whatever it was, 940. Then there was another woman. I had a little present. I had a little like Tiffany box. So there was another woman who took the Tiffany box. And then they, I had my briefcase because I worked on the trial on the train down and she took my briefcase. So you get out of this cab and there's literally three human beings. Now I'm not the only one getting out of the cab. So it was very well funded because everyone who's getting out of the car is basically greeted by these three people. Get the gift, do some sort of a coat check and see if they need to ride back. Well, as I'm walking into the Clinton's home to my left is Nancy Pelosi. And I really don't remember if she was the speaker or not, but she was a big shot. And I saw if she's 80 now, so she was 70. She was very spry. And I will tell you when you're with her, she's an attractive lady. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to say those things anymore, but I'm telling you, she was, you know, she was an attractive lady. So she says to me, before I even say hello to her, she's like, hello, young man. She's like, who are you here with? I was like, actually, I'm here all by myself. She's like, oh, great. You're going to be my date. I'm Nancy. And she puts her arm right in through my arm. And I walk into the Clinton's home and then into the backyard where the reception was with Nancy Pelosi on my arm. And we got to chit chat a little bit throughout the evening. And she was, you know, she was lovely. I mean, she was really charming and fun and um, funny. And it was... That is my Nancy Pelosi story. She announced today she's no longer going to be uh, the leader of the Democrats in Congress. She would not be the speaker anyway because there's a new class coming in. Um, it probably makes way for um, a Brooklynite, a Brooklynite to be the speaker of uh, Congress, the speaker of the House, uh, Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem is right around my age. I think he's 52. And, um, you know, he's been in Brooklyn politics for a long, long time. Mm. There were serious conversations about whether he was going to run for mayor um, like just now. Uh, well, actually, there's been talk about him running for mayor for quite some time. But he had his eye set on being the speaker that whole time. And... Um, I'm excited. You know, I, I, as much as I love New York, I'm, I'm, my heart is in Brooklyn. And um, to have, I, I like, I'm sure if I had a little time, I could look up, has there ever been a, a speaker from Brooklyn? Um, but think about it. If he's going to be the speaker from Brooklyn and Chuck Schumer is uh, the majority leader in the Senate, you got two Brooklynites, two Brooklynites leading, leading the country. Um, and however you feel about it, but if, if Trump came back in, you'd have a guy from Queens, a guy from, and two guys from Brooklyn really just leading the whole country. That would be kind of nuts. Um, I don't, I, I'm not going to really get into the national stuff, except that I looked at, um, uh, the newspaper earlier today and I saw Megyn Kelly's comment on, um, president Trump's announcement. Uh, she said, I think something like it was so boring, I fell asleep. So um, I will tell you, I did not fall asleep um, uh, during yesterday's show. I, I found um, 
Deputy Mayor um, Joshi to be very informative, very entertaining simultaneously. In other words, she wasn't droning on and boring us. I I could have had her on for two shows, and I'm not exaggerating because of her background. She was the commissioner of the TLC, so we could do a whole thing on on taxis and and how that worked and that whole industry and Uber and Lyft and la 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 la. And then um, she was the inspector general for prisons. So she knows everything about the prisons inside and out. And now her current position. So she's very, very knowledgeable, intelligent, charismatic, uh, charming woman. Um, so I'll let you off the hook. Why is today so special? Why did I play hooky this morning a little bit? Today is my daughter Ariana's first birthday. The big one. <laughs> the big one. Um, and she is just, wow, has she captured my heart. You guys all know Luca, who was on the show last night. He's my eldest. Um, Arthur, who's six years old, is has a personality that is, um, it's magnetic. You just want to, you just, you're just very attracted to him. Um, but having a daughter, uh, anyone who has one knows what of what I speak. And if you don't, well, then you don't know what you're missing. So don't worry about it. It's no big deal. But it's just just wonderful. And and Ariana shares her birthday with some pretty cool people. Martin Scorsese, he's 80 years old. Danny DeVito is 78 years old. Lorne Michaels, the mastermind behind Saturday Night Live, is 78. Wow. How did that happen? Lauren Hutton, the gorgeous Lauren Hutton, is 79. If Tom Seaver was around, he would have been, how old would he have been? Uh, 77. Um, Rock Hudson, today was his birthday. All right, we are going to come back. We're going to talk two topics today. I'm going to talk a little bit more about court reporting with the head of the union of court reporters because it's a fascinating area for me. And we're going to talk about Broadway. We got an expert on Broadway, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So let us talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan is your wife or your husband in a hospital or a rehab center. We certainly hope not. Are people telling you that you're not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is 500 bucks a day. That's right. $15,000 a month. It could scare the daylights out of you. Your whole life savings could disappear faster than you could believe. Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan. These attorneys, they really know their stuff because they've helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people just like you with these same problems. Your overall estate plan should be looked at by an expert like Mike Connors. They'll tell you exactly things that you're eligible for, what you're not, and help you to avoid a plan. I'm sorry, to create a plan to avoid any bad news. So call Connors and Sullivan. You're going to get a free initial consultation with a lawyer. Call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. And after you meet with them, you will be so glad that you did. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. On Tuesday of this week, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy secured the support of an overwhelming majority in his caucus to become the party's choice to be the next Speaker of the House. It's an appropriate time for hearty congratulations. California's McCarthy has been the de facto leader of the GOP House. Since then, Speaker Paul Ryan announced retirement in April 2018. 
McCarthy guided Republicans to increase numbers in 2020, and he did so against political headwinds as the GOP lost ground in the Senate. Of course, President Biden defeated President Trump. McCarthy is a coalition manager, a candidate recruiter par excellence, and one of the hardest working leaders in D.C. What this means is that when the gavel is banged in for the 118th Congress, it will be in the hands of a Republican in the House. That's not a small win. That's a huge win. The best path to greater gains in 2024 would be for the GOP to rally around the new speaker in waiting, use the narrow majority to maximum effect. Congratulations, Leader McCarthy. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We got Alex Garrett behind the, uh, the controls today. Alex, who's singing? Uh, Britney Spears. Uh, Arthur, did you know that on this day in 2003 at 21, she became the youngest singer to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I did not know that. 21, that's that, that's pretty young. I mean, wow. Um, I'm going to go with Shirley Temple as being the youngest person to get a, a star on the Walk of Fame. I think, Alex, during the uh, remainder of the show, I would like you to look up who uh, was the youngest person to ever get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You okay with that that assignment, I sir? I will keep re- researching here as we go along, yes. All right. Um, Alex, one more thing. They're predicting a snowstorm right now in Buffalo. Now, here in New York, where, uh, this morning when I took little Arthur to school, and we got some flurries here in Brooklyn. But do you know how much snow they are predicting for in Buffalo? I was hearing two feet. Am I wrong on that? I heard four like two, feet. four now. Oh my gosh! And you know they're playing the Browns, so there's just going to be a battle up in Buffalo for sure. Yeah, I'm not really thinking about about <laughs> football, Alex. You realize a guy like yourself? How do you get around in four feet? I mean, four feet, bro. You're barely. Five I stay feet. home if that's the case. All right, but when it's not that bad, I do boot it around. I don't skate in the snow if, you, if that's what you're asking. So. Um, you know how we panic over here, like when we hear there's going to be snow and. Vince DeBetto, whatever his name is, he does that whole crazy, funny skit about I got to get the milk and eggs or the milk and bread, or um, and you know he's running to the grocery store. Not suitable store. for air, by the way. The, those rants, if you if you will. Yeah, right. But uh, I, actually, that one is I got to get the eggs and milk, the milk and eggs, or something like that. Um, if you hear this four feet of snow coming, yeah, that is something I would be going to the grocery store and make sure I'm going to stock up because. God knows how long. I mean, we talked to uh, the the deputy mayor yesterday, Mary Joshi, about uh, the snow cleanup and how they're on top of everything and how they really the biggest issue is them studying the weather. Well, when you get a prediction of four feet, I mean, you where do you even put that? I know they usually take over some um, huge parking lots like, you know, like where the beaches are that are going to be empty during this time. And uh, they wound up dumping some of them there. I think they may dump some in the ocean. Uh, four feet is a legitimate amount of snow. So 
I mean, I believe the the governor held a press conference right from Buffalo, right from her hometown. I have very, very close friends um, in Buffalo, many close friends in Buffalo. You know, good luck. Four feet in November, middle of November. That's that's a real and that's situation. the same town that had multiple days in a row of snow back a few years ago. If you remember, yeah. it was like they couldn't dig, dig out of it fast enough. So. Yeah, well, alert to all our listeners in Buffalo, New York. Go get the milk and eggs or the milk and juice or whatever the heck it is that you need. Um, I will tell you in my profession, there's something that you need. Uh, you know, whether whether you choose to or not, uh, when you walk into a courtroom, there's always some way of things being recorded. And you've heard the guests that we've had on this, uh, this show. We had Karen Santucci on the other day. And uh, talking about Plaza College and the, the you hear the, the ad we do for them, teaching people how to be a court reporter. Well, I wanted to dig a little deeper in the life of what it's like to be a court reporter. And, you know, the court reporters that I interact with the most are the ones in the federal courthouse and then the ones here in the state Supreme Courthouse. So we have with us on the line the president of the Association of Supreme Court Reporters within the city of New York, Eric Allen. Eric, welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. Oh, thank you very much, Arthur. Thanks for having me. Tell me, how'd you get your start? Um, I got started on almost a whim. I, um, I was going to play some college baseball and injured myself and knew that wasn't going to be a path any longer. So uh, I opted instead to, uh, to go to court reporting school. And I mean, did someone tip you off to it? I mean, how'd you even know yeah, about sure. you? Yeah. So uh, actually in, in high school and then it was my uh, senior year or junior year, uh, the school that I went to for court reporting uh, came in and spoke to us about it. Uh, it seemed very, very, very interesting and fascinating, and I was taken with the skill, and uh, it was always in the back of my head. How long did it take you to, uh, you know, kind of get it down and get you to the point where you were employable? Yeah, sure. So uh, two years. I started in September of 86, and I was through with school in September of 88. Okay. And, um, I mean, you know, that's – it just shows you folks who are listening – you know, it's no joke. Like, this is not, you know, uh, I was asking, I was at Disney World recently, and uh, you know, the guides there are so good. And I said, how much training do you guys get? And they're like, oh, six or seven days. Uh, we're talking about to Eric Allen, the president of the Association of Supreme Court Reporters in the city of New York. You know, it takes two years to get it down. So it's no joke. But, Eric, explain to the listeners how much, I mean, you guys are in the mix of everything and tell them about a couple of the big cases you've been involved in. Oh, um, well, I had a, uh, a serial, a serial rape case, uh, back in 2000, 2001 that went on for months, uh, months and months, which was, uh, pretty horrible, but certainly something that you won't forget. Um, I also had the opportunity to be the reporter on the, uh, AIG case with Hank Greenberg. And uh, that was a case where we were... That was with uh, Nick Ravanti, right? Um, was it Nick one of the attorneys? No, I, don't, I don't believe that was... Maybe there was a, a, a case that, flo that uh, flowed from that, or maybe it was okay. a, a different one, because I know there were a bunch of different trials, but this was here in state Supreme Court. And that one also went on for quite some time. And, and uh, you know, Hank, Hank, Hank Greenberg's quite a 
uh, a personality. So it was, it was something that uh, another one you'll never forget. And you know, let's face it, you, you, when you get involved in those trials and the lawyers want daily copy, yeah, you know, you make a few shekels on, on those cases, correct? Oh, yeah, that's, there's no doubt you, you do get compensated for the, work, for the work that you put in. And that particular one was what we do. It's called real time. So they were getting the transcript as it was happening. It was actually going out to the council at table, council in their offices, council in California. So it was, um, it was a big deal. Yeah, I, uh, I, I could only imagine. Do you, um, uh, were you involved in the Puffy Combs trial? Yes. Uh, back, geez, um, I don't remember the year, but there, was, uh, there were a few cases that emanated from that. And uh, one of them was Jamal Barrow who yep. I think ultimately ultimately was sentenced uh, in that case for the shooting. Yeah. So, listen, you run into, in this field, you run into, you, you just don't know what you're going to run into, and that's the great part of it. So, and, and you're, you're turning out of where, 100 Center Street? Uh, presently or then? In, presently and then. Okay, so now I'm in uh, the Civil Supreme Court. Uh, then I was in, in the Supreme uh, criminal term in uh, 100 and 111 Center Street. And have I ever been fortunate enough to uh, cross paths with you along the way? I would say it's the reverse, Arthur. I've been, I've been fortunate enough to have you uh, in the courtroom uh, for many appearances back when I was there. Well, you know, the, 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 the most important thing for the court reporters, and I say this with all seriousness, is that you speak loud enough that they can hear you and slow enough. And during my um, some of my uh, summations, you know, I give the, the court reporter a little heads up and, you know, and I tell them, you look, just just yell at me. Um, because sometimes when I sum up, if I really want to get the jurors attentions uh, attention, Eric, what I do is I don't yell. I actually whisper. Uh, because you see the jur- you figure out which jurors are paying attention. Because if you start whispering, you see like who's leaning in to like listen, who actually paying attention. They want to hear what you have to say. If they're not leaning in, that means eh, you you've lost their attention. But what happens is the court reporter is like, Arnie, I can't hear a word you're saying. Um, before I let you go, Eric, tell us a little bit about the union and what the union does in representing the court offers. Sure. So the Association of Supreme Court Reporters within the city of New York is the labor union. For the court reporters who work in the in Supreme Court within the five boroughs of New York City, and we handle uh, things such as collective bargaining, uh, anything any labor union is tasked with doing for the members, uh, work conditions, labor relations, benefits. Uh, you know, every now and then it even pops up some disciplinary issues. So anything labor related. Okay, and um, how many members are in the union uh, right now? A- about 260, 270. And are most of the court reporters that I've run into in all these various courthouses, are they most of the members of the union? Sure. If uh, if you're in Supreme Court and any of the five boroughs, all the court reporters there are um, are members of our union. Every every one of them. Okay. So it's but it's not it's not obligatory. I don't think there was some United States Supreme Court decision. Um, yeah. But- Go ahead. Yeah, you Mark can roll Janus, with that. Case of Janus. Yep, the case right. of Janus against AFSCME in 2018. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the great thing about that is it actually brought out the importance of being a part of the union. And uh, not one of our members uh, then or since then have uh, opted out of the union. All right, Eric, I, we got one minute left. And sure. I, obviously I did a little research on you. 
Um, you're a Staten Island guy. Uh, you're the president of the, the, the Supreme Court Court Reporters, but you're an also you're an avid Dallas Cowboy fan. Is that accurate? Uh, it, it depends. Are you going to hold it against me? or No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, no not, not really. Now, how long have you been a Cowboys fan? Is that like a recent thing or a going on decades? No, no. Little since I was a little guy. Uh, Roger Staubach days. Okay, so I was, that's what I was going to ask you. So who, who's your favorite Cowboy? Uh, I got I to go with Staubach. Uh, all time. You got to go with who? I'm also a big uh, Roger Staubach of all time. Right. I'm also a pretty, pretty big Tony Romo fan. Okay, well, I don't, I don't, no disrespect, I don't put them in the same league. Starback was unbelievable. He led them, I mean, comeback after comeback. He was really, and, and then he turned out to be such a successful businessman later in life. So I'm a Starback guy as well. So uh, we're on the same page. Eric, I will, do me a favor. You see me in the courthouse, tackle me. And, uh, you know, I pop in and out of 60 Center Street as well. Is that where you are now, 60? Yes, sir. All right. So hopefully I'll see you. Hopefully I'll see you around and uh, keep up the great job. You guys do a wonderful, wonderful job for all of us, everybody. I uh, will be right back. That was Eric Allen. He's the president of the Court Reporters uh, Union. Um, we're going to come back and we're going to mix it up a little bit, talking about Broadway. Let's see what's going on on Broadway on a Thursday, November the 17th. Ariana's birthday. We'll be right back. Obviously, you have heard the benefits of being a court reporter and how fun it is. And we are giving you the opportunity. You know, Eric, uh, who was just on with us, told us about, well, someone tipped him off about uh, being a court reporter or he heard about it in high school. Well, you're hearing about it right now in real time. Uh, if you want to be in the mix, like you heard, he was in the Puffy Combs trial and the Hank Greenberg trial. And, you, just, you know, you're you're in the thick of it when you're a court reporter. Um, and believe me, I pick their brain all the time because they have so much experience because they're there and they have to pay attention because they're writing everything down. You should take up Plaza College on their offer. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Email today, info at plazacollege.edu. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase. Or shop Tempur-Pedic and save $500 on select adjustable mattress sets. Plus, get a $300 instant gift. Mattresses and bases are in stock for fast delivery. With our Love Your Mattress guarantee, get the lowest price and 120 nights to sleep on it. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's the latest legal news from one of the most authoritative attorneys in New York City. Imran Ansari is his name. He just had a big win with Alan Dershowitz a couple of weeks ago. And he joins me at 7 o'clock tonight to break it all down on Radio Night Live. Two teams who started the season hot have fallen on hard times and will be scrapping for a win Saturday night. Syracuse visits Wake Forest for an 8 p.m. kickoff. Orange pregame at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel next October for the Stand with Israel tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details. You'll set foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations, and I will be broadcasting, and so will Mike, our shows from Israel. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Come with Mike Gallagher and me in 2023. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. And I am going to go right to Broadway because we love Broadway. I mean, I really, really love Broadway. Um, I don't know if it sounds cocky or arrogant, and I apologize because it wasn't my idea to do this whole like quintessential New Yorker thing, but... Like, I love all of the New York tourist attractions. You know, I have plenty of New Yorkers who, who I know, like, oh, I don't like Times Square. It's for the tourists. I don't like this, that. You know, Broadway is for, you know, people from Michigan to come and come to Broadway. Not me. I love it all. Um, and I love the fact that there are people who use Broadway uh, in the most positive way. And that's to get children involved. And we're going to talk to one of the guests that we had on on October 18th when it was a little chilly out in Times Square. Michael Presser is the founder and executive director of Inside Broadway, which celebrates 40 years. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks, Arthur. Pleasure to be here. I really should be saying welcome back to the show since you've been on before. So for folks who weren't lucky enough to hear how great you were on Tuesday, October the 18th outside, tell them a little bit about what Inside Broadway is. Well, thanks. We're, I think, one of the things that uh, helps to make Broadway strong and build for the future because we're the ones who deal with the audience of the future. Uh, our program works with the uh, Broadway theater industry and the public school system here in New York. We bring uh, children to Broadway, and we also bring Broadway out to the schools throughout the uh, five boroughs of the city. So we're doing a combination of uh, what you could call arts and education, but also audience development, because, you know, in the future, we've got to have people buying tickets and coming to see shows. And, and incidentally, Arthur, we love tourists. We love tourists. Tourists are important for New York and they're important for Broadway. Oh, I do love tourists, but I mean, 
I know. I thought I thought you were going to say, but we love New Yorkers also, and you know we want everyone to be coming to uh, to Broadway shows. Um, you started this organization forty years ago, correct? Yes, this is our fortieth anniversary season this year. But Michael, were you were you were you involved with with it forty years ago? I am the founder, so yes, I was That's... I was the one that actually started it. And um, it actually started with an invitation that I received from the Schubert organization to uh, develop a uh, program for students to come to the Broadway musical Cats. Ah, memories. Yes, it was good memories. <laughs> no, those, those, actually, those were... We, were with, we were with Cats the entire length of its run here in New York, which was 18 and a half years, so... Tens of thousands of children came to see that show through our program and through courtesy of the Schubert organization. So off the top of my head, I'm just we're going to have a little fun here and you can you can educate me in terms of longest running shows. I know it's Phantom, uh, Chorus Line, Cats. What else Les has Mis. been on forever? Les Mis was Les Mis on is like was that in the, I mean, that's my favorite show of all time is Les Mis. Um, so those, are those the top four? Yeah, those in the modern era, those would be the top four. You know, it was very, um, it was, it's very rare in the, like, say, post 1980 era for shows to run 25, 30 years on Broadway. I mean, even big shows like Oklahoma and, and uh, South Pacific, for instance, would run maybe a year and a half or two years or something like that. But the ones you just mentioned uh, are long term uh, runs that uh, have, you know, been consistently popular with the public. And, uh, you know, for instance, uh, Lion King just, just celebrated 25 years. Well, I was just going uh, was, was to I was just gonna say, I don't want to put you on the spot. This isn't a quiz show. I said, but Lion King's been around a long time. That's got to be coming up uh, into that league of, of Phantom of the Opera and Chorus Line. Yeah, it just celebrated uh, last week uh, twenty their 25th anniversary on Broadway. And Wicked, Wicked's been around for quite some time, right? Yeah, I think I think Wicked is also close to twenty, coming up on twenty years now too. Um, you know, these have been really, really popular with the public, and uh, but just shows you how how great. They, I mean, look, the quality of the 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 storyline itself, and then the the execution. You know, you got to have that dynamic duo. I will tell you, um, I went to go see um, The Music Man. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of star power in that show. And I was in that show in high school, in Poly Prep, my senior year. They did that show so I could be Harold Hill. But overall, the show itself is, it's in my opinion, it's good, but it's not great, great. Um but you know, Phantom of the Opera and Les Mis, you know, they're just the 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 storylines there are just spectacular. And and with with the Lion King, it's the visual. I mean, whoever thought up those costumes and those outfits? I mean, the, the storyline is great, but then you take things to a whole other level with the artistry. As beautiful as the sets are in Les Mis and in Phantom, it's a whole other thing in The Lion King. You know, trying to spur your imagination to see a, a lion on the stage and to see an elephant on the stage. Uh, it's just such a tribute to mankind, if you ask if you ask me. And the fact that we're so lucky to have it here in Broadway, um, 
tell me what special 40th anniversary celebration I should be looking forward to or can participate in or can help out in or any any of the above. Well, thank you. I mean, uh, we are, as I said, 40 years, and we're, we're celebrating that this year. Incidentally, we, as, we are estimating about 3 million children coming through our programs over 40 years. So uh, that's a pretty big number there. And many of the 3 million have come back to Broadway as audiences, uh, some even as teachers who tell me that they went to Broadway when, uh, uh, through our program when they went to Cats when they were in school. So I was going to ask so you if any came back as performers. Anyone come back and perform? We have had performers. We've also had um, various technical people, designers, and so forth. I mean, a whole range of different kind of alumni uh, that have uh, participated in our program. And then, and incidentally, we, we over the 40 years, we've had the opportunity to work with so many other shows um, not only with Cats, of course, Les Mis and Miss Saigon and Phantom of the Opera and, and uh, Lion King, as well as um, uh, Wicked and so forth, Chicago quite a few times. We, we pretty much have covered the Broadway scene uh, over all of those, uh, those 40 years. You have a deal with Hamilton? Um, we did early in their, in their run. And uh, we're, we've actually been talking to them about some possibilities for this anniversary year as, uh, as well. And Hamilton is going to be around for quite a yeah. while. So we'll, we'll be getting an opportunity uh, to, to work. The reason why I mentioned that, because you're talking about students. I mean, Hamilton in and of itself is a, it's a history lesson. It's better than probably any teacher or any. about you know, giving you a little insight into that period of time. Well, I, I really love speaking with you because – in case you haven't figured it out, I'm a Broadway lover. Michael Presser is the founder and executive director of Inside Broadway, a New York City-based nonprofit professional theater company for youth. And 40 years he's been doing this. So thank you from the beginning to uh, this isn't the end. Maybe it's just the middle, Michael. And anytime we can help you in any way, shape, or form getting the word out there, or, or if you want to bring the kids into the studio, however we can help, please don't hesitate to call Joan or me directly, and we'll make it happen. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much. Michael Presser from the Inside Broadway. All right. Quick break, and we'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. So, as I keep mentioning, today is my daughter's birthday, and that makes me so happy. Um, it really does on a whole other level. Now, we're having a party tonight um, in a little while. It's going to be a little smaller than Arthur's was. It's just going to be our immediate family, but maybe for her sweet 16. God willing, Captain Fred will be around in 15 years, 15 years from today. I'll, I'll see what day of the week it is. And we will book the Atlantis by New York Cruises the next time. You have an event to book. If it's still, it's December is here. 
if there's a date he has left in December, if you, if you could jump on their New Year's Eve cruise, I mean, where else would you, could be better to watch uh, the Statue of Liberty, to watch the fireworks that go off on New Year's Eve than on the Atlantis? It is just so much fun from the moment you get on and they help you on the ship to the bar and the bartenders and the appetizers and the entrees and the great desserts and the music and the three decks. It's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, again, it could be for any event you want, a corporate event, a wedding, an engagement, an anniversary, a reunion, retirement, sweet 16, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, you name it, and we'll get it done. Call 212-633-1231, 212-633-1231, or visit NewYorkCruises.com to book your unforgettable event today. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. It's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel October of 2023 with the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll step foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. It's a trip of a lifetime, a real bucket list trip. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations. We'll broadcast our radio shows from Israel as well. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Come with us in 2023. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Join us. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then AM970 The Answer's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Gateway Academy, Upper Room Christian School, Bergen County Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at am970theanswer.com. AM970 The Answer is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to am970theanswer.com or call 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. You know, I am looking at 
a story in the New York Post that's really upsetting to me because um, it's too close to home. Here's the headline. An armed crew robs man of BMW at gunpoint in New York City. That's the headline. An armed crew robbed a man of his BMW at gunpoint in Midtown and took it on a joyride before cops nabbed them early Thursday morning. So this was last night, Wednesday going into Thursday. Here's the part that really blew my mind. The man was standing next to his late model car at 45th Street and Lexington Avenue. That's where I am almost every day. My office is on 45th Street and uh, 5th Avenue. So this is a few blocks away. Um, and I almost always drive late model cars. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that means it's a, not a new model car. It's an older car. And that's what I drive. I drive older cars. It makes me happy. On, so it's on my block. And it's at 1.10 in the morning. Now, the man was standing outside his car. Um, I'm typically inside my car. I get in the car in the garage, and then I drive away. But it's not rare that it's one ten in the morning because I'm leaving work. Um, they found the car on 220th Street on 9th Avenue. But um, there was a gun. The gun was recovered. The people were arrested. But, you know, that's, as I said, that's a little too close to home. I also want to... Um, Give a shout out to Jay Leno. The uh, we, we we reported on that on Monday, and now here on Thursday, you know he's you know he he's in a hyperbaric chamber, um, which helps decrease the swelling and increase blood flow. But um, you know he's clearly in bad shape. I mean, the picture you can't see his face, but his left arm is bandaged from the his fingertips up to his elbow, and his right arm is bandaged. It's more that's just the hand. Um, but there's all these reports about what's going to happen to his face um, because they're talking about skin grafts. And, you know, that that's if that's all accurate. That's going to change the way 70 uh, year old Jay, Jay Leno looks. Um, you know, that's that's a little it's a little rough. I mean, again, close to home. I am uh, a car guy. I mean, I don't really work on my cars except to clean them and wash them and wax them. Uh, you know, I used to be able to change the oil and the spark plugs and all that stuff, but I probably could do it now. I just don't have the time to do it. But Jay was apparently working on one of his cars and something happened with gasoline. And I mean, he's in, he's got legitimate injuries and he's not going anywhere for a while. He's going to be in that hospital for a while. And in other uh, celebrity news, Jerry Seinfeld said that, that Dave Chappelle's Saturday Night Live monologue calls for a conversation um, he wrote, he said, I did think the comedy was well executed, um, but I think the subject matter calls for a conversation that I don't think I'd want to have in this venue. Um, so we're going to have to, at some point, address uh, Chappelle's comedy. You know, there's a huge difference in being politically incorrect in a comedy routine or during a joke and in real life. And I know uh, Professor Dershowitz has an article talking about how much anti-Semitism there is at Harvard as of late, you know, an institution where he taught for 50 years. Um, you know, I, look, um, I, my Brooklyn office is in Borough Park, next to the Hasidic community. I, I, I have more Jewish friends than I can count. I have more Jewish people in my law firm than I can count. Uh, well, it's not sure I can count them, but there's a lot of them. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't get the whole anti-Semitism thing. Maybe I, I know I'm naive. 
um because I grew up around that that community and I admire it to a tremendous degree. Um, I enjoy having conversations with my friends who are really smart on this topic. Like, you know, why do people have issues with Jewish folks? And it goes back, you know, literally millions of years or thousands and thousands of years. So, um, yeah, not millions. I take I retract the millions because my same smart Jewish friends would be like, come on, I It doesn't go back millions of years. It goes back thousands of years. OK, thousands. I apologize. And every once in a while, I'm allowed to make a mistake. Um, and I think I made a mistake about um, Shirley Temple. Didn't I, Alex? So she was not the youngest. The youngest inducted was Patty McCormick at the age of 15 years old. Uh, Patty's best known for her role as Rhoda Penmark in a. 1956 psychological drama, The Bad Seed. Have you ever heard of that film? I have personally not. I don't think I've heard of her or the film. Well, you taught both of us a lesson by having me research that, huh? And Shirley Temple got her star at the age of 31. So there you go. So she was, I mean, we're talking about Britney Spears, who was 21. So, you know, I think, and I'm sure I, I could be wrong, but I think they hand out the stars a lot more uh, easily these these days or in the last couple of decades than they did back in the day because Shirley Temple was a pretty big star when she was a little lady and uh, a little girl. We can say girl. Um, and um, for her not to get the star until she was 31, she lived a long time though, right, Alex? Yeah, she lived till 85 and passed in 2014. So... Uh, what a life she lived, right? I mean, wow. That was uh, as a child star and then after, I guess. So. Yeah, so while I was doing this show um, in the last segment, I got a text from a, a pretty good friend of mine telling me that um, one of my colleagues um, passed away last night. A great lawyer, a guy by the name of John, Mer- well, it depends who you talk to, Marangolo, Marangolo. Um, he's a, a known as being a criminal defense attorney, although I did, I know he did civil work as well. Um, he's a real New Yorker, a real Brooklyn guy. Um, he handled himself that way in court. Um, he, he did great, great work. Um, he represented a friend of mine and saved his life. Um, it, it was a long trial. It was a media trial. It was a front page of the newspaper trial. He got a full acquittal. Um, I remember, I, I want to say it was January 2nd. Um, I remember screaming and yelling when the verdict came in that it was acquittal. That's how excited I was. Um, and at 48 years old, uh, they don't even know. It looks like he just had a heart attack. Twin boys who are, I think are a year old. Um, and it's interesting. I just spoke to at the break real quick. I spoke to, um, my friend who he represented and he said to me, Artie, you know, you got to take care of yourself. You know, you and John, you know, John was 48. I mean, a kid. Um, he's like, you know, the two of you run around and you're trying to save everyone else's life. You know, you got to take care of yourself. Um, and, you know, this is to be filed under, you know, tomorrow's promise to nobody. Look what happened to Jay Leno. Um, so to John, I mean, I know his father's still around. I mean, we partied that night that, that the, they got the acquittal. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it really upset me. So to John and to his family, um, you know, John, rest in peace, brother. You, you saved a lot of people when you were here. And uh, maybe you'll be upstairs looking down on us and taking care of those twin boys. I believe his wife is an attorney, so they should be okay. But... You never, you know, losing it for for John's father, losing a child is nothing worse. And for 
boys, you're going to grow up without your dad. Sorry, man. I'm, uh, I don't mean to end the show on a down note, but if you want to look at it as an up note, you know, l- learn learn a lesson. Take care of yourself. Love the ones around you because um, you don't know how long they're going to be here or you're going to be here. When I look in Ariana's eyes in a little while when we're eating dinner, I will kiss her and hug her even a little tighter than I was going to her. All right, folks, have a great night. I will uh, see you tomorrow. I'll see you Friday. We'll be live on the air. See you. There could never be a father the preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi.